Hi, this is Stephen Pitts, the host of Black Work Talk, an organizing upgrade podcast. Well, those 2021 off-year elections went good. While there were a couple of bright lights shining at the local level, overall the results weren't good. As the GOP, the GOP animated by the big lie, won key contests or sharply reduced expected Democratic majorities. And the results indicated the limits of an electoral mobilization strategy focused on Donald Trump. The gubernatorial candidates in Virginia and New Jersey threw red meat to their base, but did it without Trumpian crudeness. As a consequence, many Biden voters in white suburbia resumed their Republican voting habits, and their GOP continued to eat into Democratic voting majorities among non-white voters. What we need is power building. A power building that, that understands the need to balance election year and mobilization with deep, sustained organizing. A power building that identifies a specific base, uses current organizations you mesh with that base, forges new ones rooted firmly in that base, and delicately balances the need to provide concrete services with the need to raise the collective vision of what is possible to achieve. Season two of Black Work Talk focuses on that type of power building. Prior to the off elections, the four co-hosts of season two gathered online to discuss various aspects of the new season. Here is the portion of that conversation, which focused on the challenges facing the left in 2022. After I pose the initial question, you will hear from Bill Fletcher, Lauren Jacobs, Cherie Davis, and Toussaint Lossier. Now, one thing I wonder about really kind of drives me a lot is um, the future. You know, we're right now kind of November, October, so 2021, 22 is almost a, upon us. I want to get your thoughts. What do you see being the biggest challenges for power building facing the, the left in 2022 next year? What are your thoughts on that? The immediate problem is defeating the, uh, the right-wing populist movement. And um, and so the good news is that these revelations that are coming out about the obstructions the right after the election, the attempt by Trump's people to overturn the election, and now, according to Rolling Stone, that there was an active conspiracy engaging members of Congress. This is great, right? This is exactly the kind of news... We've all known it's been there. Now it's coming out. It's like moving the rock away and seeing the worms squirming around, right? Uh, and so this is going to be critically important. The other thing is uh, there's an immense amount of pressure that needs to be put on the Biden administration, but we're also going to have to tackle people like um, Senator, I love to call him Senator Munchkin, right, from Wisconsin, from West Virginia, and, and, and cinema. Uh, I mean, we're going to have to basically, uh, really put an immense amount of pressure on these folks and see, this is why that notion elections matter. Elections have consequences that we on the left often don't get that. And we're always ready to walk away when things don't work out quite the way we wanted to. And, and, and there's consequences. Other thoughts? I agree with I I agree. I also think just thinking on the on the inside the left, I think one of our challenges is moving from a sort of clubhouse 
feel that we can sort of get locked in about, you know, I don't rock with her because she doesn't totally agree with me on this exact line or the other thing, and really getting serious about if we are serious about having power, taking power, we're going to have to work together and and ride together in ways that are going to strain tensions, but we got to figure it out and do it. So we can't be sort of splitting apart and doing our thing that we like to do where it's like this person took a position on one bill or one sort of minute thing that I didn't totally agree with. And so they're dead to me. We got to be able to ride through having principal disagreements with each other and still be able to move to move forward um, and confronting power on all of its faces. I'll say one of the things that comes to mind for me, and it's it's very similar um, or kind of fits within what Bill and Lauren have already said, is that we also have a challenge. There's a lot of new people who got involved with elections, um, but we also, I don't know that we've done enough of the kind of political education to be able to, you know, bring folks fully in, organizing, you know, to get to the finish line kind of thing. And I'm also a little bit concerned about, uh, you know, the splintering that's happening around vaccination. You know, are you vaccinated? Are you not vaccinated? What is your take on that? Um, the fact that some people haven't been engaged again since we had the last election. And so the question is, you know, in some places they're continuing to have conversations and have been. In other places, I think there's a little bit of attrition. So I, you know, I think for me, it's, it's still the issue of how you engage people, um, you know, how you meet people where they are, but also don't run to the finish line and kind of leave your folks, like leave your folks on the sideline. And so, uh, I, I think those are some of the challenges that I'm trying to kind of think through as well. Yeah. Just to build on that. I mean, I think 2022 is, um, obviously going to be an important year because of the, the midterm elections, um, and that's going to occupy a lot of um, our time, attention, um, our organizing, our outreach efforts. Um, but just trying to think through kind of what we're um, looking to do in the in kind of in the moment where we have an opportunity to um, potentially uh, have some impact in terms of thwarting the kind of right wing, right wing backlash that we're seeing um, have maybe some opportunity to translate and make meaning out of that backlash in a way where folks are clear about how much of that is not simply a response to having a Democrat in office or, um, uh, or you know, particular policies around vaccinations or what have you, but also a lot of that is in response to even sort of perceived, maybe not even actual advances that are supposed to be in the interest of black folks and just mm -hmm. navigating that uh, that dynamic and making that legible and clear to folks in a moment where many are likely to still feel very frustrated and disillusioned with um, the, the kind of, um, you know, tepid outcomes, um, uh, um, actual legislative or policy changes coming out of the, the Biden administration. That was Bill Fletcher, co-host of the Black Labor miniseries. Lauren Jacobs, co-host of the Power Building miniseries. Cherie Davis, co-host of the Black Feminism miniseries. And Toussaint Lossier, co-host of the Black Left miniseries. 
as you can tell by the richness of that conversation, we'll have a phenomenal season. Remember, episode one of season two drops on Wednesday, November 17th, as Bill and I begin the Black Labor Minute series. Until then, stay safe and be well.